Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the Gospel of John. We just finished um, chapter 16 in our previous session. And uh, now you have to remember, all this was Jesus talking to the disciples. And here we've come to chapter 17. And this is right after he's telling them, let's see, Jesus is saying to the disciples in the previous verses, um, Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered each to his own home, and will leave me alone, yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Well now, in the very next chapter, Again, these breaks are just breaks that men have put in here. Um, in the very next chapter, Jesus is going to pray, and he's going to pray for the disciples, and, and he's even going to pray for us. He's, he, I mean, I'm just going to read the prayer. Um, I think it's plain to know and see, but I may point out when we get there that, you know, he's, he's even extending his prayer down to us. So this is chapter 17, verse 1. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world, and for their sake I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. 
I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me, and loved them, even as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known, that the love with which you have loved me may be... Now, that was that's the end of the chapter and of Jesus' prayer. Because in verse 18 it says, When Jesus had spoken these words. Um, but... This wasn't just a speaking. This is a this is a prayer, and this is him praying to God the Father for the disciples, and really for us. He mentions um, those that will believe in me through their word. And let's see, there were some other things. I mean, there's a lot in here. Um, if you look at verse 5 and now father glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed well you know just as like John says in the beginning you know the word was with God and you know Jesus is the word of God I mean he came you know he was with God when when everything was created he is part of the Godhead so Let's see. So there was that. Um, that's just something to you know, just to make note of. I mean, just that Jesus. Um, this this again refers back to the fact that Jesus was was with God at the beginning. He is a part of the the Godhead. And there's a lot of praying that we will be one and that we will be unified in His body you know, as the Church of Christ and as the body of Christ, that we would all be one and be unified in our belief and in our um, godly love. And, uh, you know, godly love, uh, a lot of times the word agape is used, and I don't know if it's used specifically here in this, but um, it's an, just an unselfish uh, desire to see you know, good things for someone else. You have a concern for someone else's well-being, an unselfish concern. Um, it's not like a human love. It's it's a godly love in that, you know, we care for one another. We want to see good things for each other, and we want to see if I look at uh, the other person on the pew with me in church or wherever, even on the street maybe, just, just some stranger that I would, you know, want to see good for them, not bad for them. And it should extend to the person on the street that we don't know, the stranger, you know, whoever. It should always extend to everyone because that's how God loves. He loves everyone, even even those who are totally in the wrong, you know, and he wants them to turn to him and change. So 
But that doesn't mean he doesn't love them. He does love them. He does care about them, and he wants to see good for them, and we should be the same. So, I don't, I don't want to beat that to death, but I mean, that is a big deal. That should be a big deal to us as Christians. And I may, you know, I may talk about that a lot, but it's because it's important. So, anyway, this whole prayer, there's, there's more in here than I could probably uh, go through in just one short session. But there's, a, but there's a lot of stressing that we need to be one and we need to love and care for each other and others and that we need to be one in Jesus as Jesus is in God the Father. So that's, that's an important thing. It doesn't mean we have to be perfect all the time. It doesn't mean that necessarily we're always going to 100% agree all the time. But, um, you know, if we're studying the scriptures and we do have, you know, little disagreements on things, we can, you know, we can still say, hey, you know what, I, you know, I still love my brother. And if we just, if we just have, or sister, and if we just have, you know, something, you know, maybe I think one thing, maybe you think another, and we're like, well, you know what, I don't know, except for what I read in the Bible, and and uh, we need to uh, work this out, and maybe maybe we're not going to get it solved right now, right today, but that's okay. We can still love and care about one another, even with little minor disagreements. It doesn't have to be a, a disfellowship or, you know, something like that. We can just agree that, you know, we don't know it all. We're not going to know it all until God tells us all when we get to heaven, you know. Um, there are things that aren't even in the Bible at all because it's just not. It's not there. So, anyway, I'm probably getting off on a tangent and I don't, I don't want to do that. It's just that Jesus was stressing that we should all be one and we should. We should. We can, we can love and, and, and be Christians together and, uh, and be one in Him and just realizing that we're human we have little minor, maybe little minor things where we're not sure or not in total agreement. That doesn't mean it's the end of the world or we need to have disfellowship and that one of us is going, you know, to hell and the other's not. I mean, it's, it's most things are not that critical. Um, yes, you do want the best for each other. And so you do want to both try to be following the word of God as best you can. But, uh, but like I say, it doesn't mean you have to break, you know, and not not have fellowship and not uh, not see the other person as your brother or sister in Christ. Um, none of us are perfect, and we're we're all going to have flaws. Okay, all right. So so that was a big deal in this prayer, in my opinion, though that uh, that we would all be one in Jesus and and as He is in God, because He He says that a number of times. And he doesn't ask, you notice he doesn't ask that God takes them out of the world or us out of the world, but just that, let's see, he says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one, which Satan, of course, because the world, the rest of the world cannot be saved or converted if we're not in the world. So uh, we need to be here. And we need to be representing Jesus, and we just need to, we need God to help us stay safe and away from the evil one and, and evil doings.
So, all right, that is the Gospel of John, and I'm just going to uh, not say anything else of value, I don't think, so I'm going to stop there. Gospel of John, chapter 17. That was Jesus' prayer for the disciples and for us. And I just, when I think of that, he actually thought and and prayed for us as well. That's uh, it's special. It's it's really something. Chapter 17. That's the Gospel of John, chapter 17. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, Jesus included you in that prayer. He did. So. And uh, have a wonderful day. Remember that God loves you.